Hello and welcome to another episode of Internet Marketing Revealed. My guest today is Jimmy Scott Jr. He's somebody who I've followed for approximately the last year, perhaps year and a half or so now. I think the best way to describe him is a social media personality, an influencer. He's been working uh, on his social media accounts now probably for the last three and a half years in an attempt to, uh, to grow those accounts, to brand himself, and to build accounts which can be monetized. Now, this hasn't happened for him overnight. As I've mentioned, he's been at this for the past three and a half years, which I was actually quite surprised that I didn't realize that he'd been uh, doing it for that long. But he's now at a point where in the last 18 months, at the time of recording this episode, he's amassed over 80 million views across his social media accounts. And he's now getting over 1 million views on certain videos that he's putting out there. So I've wanted to talk to Jimmy for a long, long time about this because I'm absolutely fascinated by what he's doing with his social media accounts. And I know that he's going to be able to share a ton of uh, advice and tips uh, and all of that good stuff as well. So first of all, welcome to the show, Jimmy. Thank you so much for having me. Been excited. It's, it's, it's exciting to talk about this stuff. I love it. So I appreciate you having me. I've been wondering why more people don't hit me up for podcasts. Like it's frustrating, but hey, so I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's only going to be a matter of time before you become in a lot more demand yeah, for yeah. this type of thing. And when I first decided that I wanted to start doing the Internet Marketing Revealed podcast, and I was thinking of, of people who were in different areas of the online industry overall, and I was thinking of somebody who was good at uh, social media, things like Instagram, things like TikTok, people who aren't specifically in the like the, the make money online industry, but they're yeah. using the internet, uh, to, you know, to as a, as a stepping stone, I guess, I guess to, to get to where they want to be, right. to be able to brand themselves. You yeah. were the person that, that I had in mind, and I'm so pleased that you agreed to come and do the episode because I, I, I wanted to talk to you about this stuff for for, for months. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much for uh, for agreeing to do this. Uh, but before we get into all of the um, the online social media stuff, if you could just give us a bit of a bit of your, your backstory, I suppose, overall, if you could just tell us a little bit about uh, about where you grew up to begin with. I think that would yeah. be quite interesting. I grew up in Lockport, New York, which is um, a small city outside of Buffalo and uh, Niagara Falls, New York. Um, graduated high school, didn't really know what I wanted to do. I thought it was somewhere, somewhat in, somewhere in the medical field. So I was thinking physical therapy, and then I'm like, I don't want to go to school for five years and then hate it. So I was like, let me find something that's one or two years program. Um, and get a job and then figure it out from there. So I found surgical technology, which is um, a job where you pass instruments to surgeons. That was a program at a local community college. Um, so I did that. Um, but from right from the get go, I knew I got to figure something else out. So 
I was constantly trying to figure out what it is that I wanted to do. I was doing music with a buddy for a little while. Um, you know, always thinking about possibly doing uh, clothing or apparel of some sort. Um, you know, being somebody that was into artwork, abstract art and stuff like that. That was always something I dabbled in throughout the years. Um, so I was a surgical technologist for um, almost 20 years. It would have been 20 years, June 4th, but I left the hospital um, several months ago um, on May 10th um, to really pursue what I've been doing. Um, but I've always been um, entrepreneurial. I've always had entrepreneurial tendencies. Um, I'm not somebody that um, was just like, I'm just about to leave my job and go, you know, go for broke or whatever. Um, I've been uh, loyal. Um, I've only had two jobs in my life, um, working at Long John Silver's um, and then at the hospital. So um, me leaving the hospital was not a flighty decision, um, but it was definitely, it was definitely time. So, uh, yeah, I've just always wanted to, um, build my own, build my own brand business. And that's, you know, um, with the internet, fortunately I gained the perspective that it was the thing that was going to allow me to do that and do it on my own terms, not necessarily have to, you know, um, conform or do what, you know, other people want me to do because I realize that the world is abundant and we, uh, you know, as an individual, I just have to go find my market. And, you know, I've been big on personal branding and lifestyle branding, um, which I think is, um, it's not a new concept. It's nothing that's new, but um, I think overall, you know, me being, um, I want to be the face of the business of my business. I want to be the business. Um, and so that's how I move. And that's why I brand myself as Jimmy Scott Jr. That is the LLC. Um, and I think that's a little different from a lot of business models where, you know, the business is the face, you know, like Nike, the logo, the swoosh, right? where the owners of the, you know, company, the CEOs aren't seen where, you know, I'm just trying to show people you can be you, you can do you, you can build your own thing. And that could be valuable to the world um, opposed to, you know, having to conform. So maybe I have some rebellious, um, rebellious artist in me or something that's just like, you know, freak the system or whatever. But <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, I think I think the, the the rebellious thing. I think that does definitely definitely come through. I mean, just to 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 go back to the job for a second. Now, you've been you were doing that job for almost twenty years. Now, I imagine that type of job is going to be quite high pressure. You're going to have to be really focused all of the time doing that. How did you manage to do that for so long when you've got all of these other entrepreneurial ideas, these creative ideas, these artistic ideas swirling around in your brain 24 seven? How did you manage to cope with that for so long? It was, it was crippling. It really was. Um, I felt there was high anxiety, um, a lot of internal turmoil because it's like, I'm not supposed to be here. Um, but 
you know, for the reality of needing money to, you know, pay bills and stuff. I never had over the, until about just basically right before I joined social media um, in 2018. So I joined social media um, April, 2018. And it was just before that, that um, I realized that I just had to start putting all of the creative art stuff into motion and just start doing and know that I'm going to get better and that'll eventually become something. Um, so yeah, I just, um, it, there was something within me that said, okay, now I have a direction for most of the years working at the hospital. I didn't have a clear cut direction or the confidence to actually pull something off. And so it was until I gained the confidence, which I'm realizing is huge because um, insecurity is really holding a lot of people back from continue to either start or to continue. Um, so the confidence, the internal confidence that I can actually do something has been probably the biggest factor um, in me making the moves and accomplishing what I've accomplished in the last three years on social media. Yeah. When did you start the the painting then? Because that's that's one of the first things that I, I think I remember seeing uh, about you when you were doing these the, these paintings and you were leaving them around various right, uh, right. places in New York. So when did you you first start doing that then? And I I'm assuming that was like a, a creative release away from the, the the day job which you describe as as crippling you. So as a um, when I was a uh younger boy my mom had me in a couple art classes private art classes and stuff like that um i was never really all in with it um i took a class in high school um and what i didn't like was the criteria around it you know it was just like i just want to do what i want to do um and so i was a little turned off plus my art teacher wasn't the best. He told me that I was always going to be a mess up and, you know, stuff like that. So, um, there's some drive, you know, behind the art now with, you know, him saying that, but, um, I, uh, I never really took it serious. And then it was just about, I don't know, maybe 10, 12 years ago, you know, I was like, you know what, I want to get back into doing some art stuff. So, um, uh, my wife at the time ended up getting me uh, some paint and some canvases and stuff. And, you know, I started playing around and, you know, I did one piece and it was just like, oh, I was like, I think I'm onto something with this. So um, it kind of inspired, you know, more of a drive to continue to do it. Um, and it was, you know, it was fun. So I, uh, I, with, on my days off throughout the years, um, I would always want to do different creative things, whether that was do artwork, whether that was um, write lyrics, uh, make beats, instrumentals. Um, think of something to put on a t-shirt, um, stuff like that. So I, I got to the point where it was like, what I do on my days off is what I like to do. I feel like that can be monetized. So that's what I want to do. I feel like I have um, some talent in it or, you know, some ability skill sets um, around it. So um, 
you know, I felt like, like I said, it was just up until four years ago that I was like, all right, I just got to start doing all this stuff. I know that the internet, the social media platforms is going to be the way to get my stuff out there. So that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to just put it in motion. And every day I'm going to do something that um, gets me towards, you know, living the lifestyle that I want to, because this is me trying to change my life my um, lifestyle not change my career so i'm somebody that wants to be happy with how i'm making money not just make more money and one thing um that i don't think is really appreciated is that for me personally even if you paid me like working at the hospital i was making you know 60 to eighty thousand a year right um maybe more depending on overtime yada 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 so you couldn't pay me a million dollars a year for the next 30 to stay there it's not about the money necessarily you know there's no number that you could pay me to go work at the hospital for eight hours a day um it's not that's not what it is so for me i'm looking for day in and day out what it is that i like to do and i feel like that has been my message what do you like to do you know if that's talking communicating with people you can you know try to build a podcast whatever like whatever it is that you like to do you know me somebody that likes to eat that's what you're seeing somebody that eats hot sauce all the time that's what you're seeing somebody that wears hats all the time right that's what you're seeing right so there's a lot of things um that i actually like to do that i'm about that i just put in front of people every day and that's what's going to build um value as you grow accounts um so yeah that's i'm excited to, to keep it moving yeah that's some good advice here as well and i think it does come across in the content that you're putting out there that you are enjoying it you know you're, you're not just somebody who's creating this content because you feel that that's the sort of content that you should create just to try to get attention right you, you can see that you are actually reveling in it and it, it is great to see when when you're watching those videos and you've got all your, your props and things like that going on and yeah you you can really see that that i think that you're in the you know you're doing the thing that you're supposed to be doing now right i was um so like i never wanted to be the i never wanted to do videos like that i'm doing necessarily where it was set the camera up and do something you know intentionally um i always wanted i when I started and I thought of the videos and stuff that I would create was going to be really lifestyle. The people around me would be, you know, getting videos and stuff. But I realized that ultimately, you know, the vision or, you know, um, to build it, you know, in the day in and day out grind, um, I needed to figure out how to do it myself. Um, so it kind of has played, you know, played out to me doing the videos that I'm doing. But um, yeah, it was never the intention because it was lifestyle. I was trying to build, a, you know, lifestyle brand with those around me. Um, and one of the things like with restaurants and stuff, like how one of the ways that that started was I had a buddy that put me on to a Thai restaurant and now I go there all the time. I told, um, you know, a few other people about it or took a few other people and now they go all the time and it was like all right maybe there's something here where you know me promoting restaurants or getting people to go to restaurants maybe i can monetize that um 
I've learned, you know, because of the small margins of, you know, restaurant profit margins and stuff like that. Um, it's a tougher, you know, it's a tougher sell than I thought it was going to be. Um, but yeah, that's how, you know, that was one of the things as far as me, like promoting restaurants, that's how it kind of started was, um, you know, is this something that I'm naturally good at? Right. Um, and the thing is, is that also at the same time, so when I was promoting like Rock Burger, as you know, Casa Azul, which is a taco spot, I was just every day I was posting them, you know, on my personal page for free because it was just like, this is, I'm just trying to brand myself with food and with restaurants. And at some point it's going to work out or pay off. I'm going to come across the right people. So that was my attitude. Um, for a lot of people, it was, you know, you're not getting paid to do it, yada, yada, yada. But it's the branding thing that I'm naturally good at, which takes time, which, you know, um, for a lot of people seems like a waste of time. But there's just a, there's that knowing and that confidence, like I said, that, you know, I just got to stay in motion and things will eventually will play out as long as I'm patient, persistent and, you know, diligent, consistent and everything else. So. Yeah, I think that's um, one of the first things that I, I saw you were doing on, on Facebook is when you were visiting these various restaurants and I was getting some severe burger envy going <laughs> on. <laughs> you know, we, we, we don't get burgers like that here in the UK as, as much as some of these these restaurants that claim that they, they do these huge burgers. You know, they, they're not uh, they're, they're not New York style <laughs> big burgers. <laughs> I mean, I've been Buffalo. we got great food in the Buffalo area. I mean, a lot of times people move away and they're just like, you know, I can't get a good pizza or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, we got definitely got a lot of good food here. So I'm in the right spot. Um, yeah, some of the pizza that that I've seen, you know, is insane as well. We, we never get anything of, of that size here in the UK. You know, I think we, we're missing out a lot. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, lo I love, the, love those posts that you were doing. Uh, when you were visiting the the, the restaurants uh, in in the early stages, I mean, I suppose that would would just take us on then to the the next stage. When you were you were doing this this grind day in and day out, and uh, trying to to promote these restaurants, trying to build your own brand. I mean, how did you how how did you I suppose find the the means to keep pushing through during those early stages when you were producing all of this great content, but nobody was really paying attention to that. It's a knowing. And that's one of the things I find myself saying over the past couple of weeks to people is that um, knowing that I belong, right, is the thing. And one thing that I realize is that, you know, as people ask me for advice on how to grow an account or get more views or followers and, you know, it's, what I realize is that, you know, it's not about steps. It's more about a mindset. Um, because if it was just about steps, then everybody could do it. Right. And so I just realized that I belong in the food space, restaurants. I should, I, um, I belong in that space. I'm a foodie. Like that's where I belong. So, um, I just have to, you know, stay in motion and, um, it's 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 been challenging um with relationships and that um over the past couple of years um because i know 
and because I've known and a day in and day out of doing it has led to me being frustrated, you know, with people around me, not either doubting or not believing, not seeing, you know, the vision um, or anything. And, you know, that's why I post, you know, some stuff like, you know, posts that I posted two, three years ago talking about what I was talking about. And now for it to be playing out is just like, because I've had this knowing, you know, and there's, there's nothing that can, you know, take me from that. Um, I'm somebody that came, got to the point where it was like, all right, I have to, I have to know if how I think about things is, will actually work for me instead of constantly listening to the doubt or disbelief of others. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's been, it's been challenging, but I, uh, yeah, it's just a knowing man. Um, just knowing that you belong. Like, no, I just know I belong. And so nothing can stop me from that. And no matter what the challenges are, you know, um, I'm prepared to face them, you know, and I'm not scared. I'm not scared of failing. I'm not scared of, um, I wasn't scared to go talk to the restaurant owners and just, you know, I didn't really have much at the time. It was like, you know, I only got a Facebook account, really. I get like, 17 to 30 views on my Instagram, right? I only get seen by 100 to 200 people on Facebook. So I really don't have anything right now, but my whole attitude was let's, let's stay connected. Let's have a relationship. And my whole thing was at some point, something's going to happen where I'm going to have growth. It sounds like it, that, that it's been quite a long process overall. As, as you say, it's, you, you've been at this for three and a half years. And you've got to a point now where people are taking notice of you. They're reaching out to you. But at what point do you think that it was where, not from, from a point where you were getting, you know, a million views on a video or anything like that, but at what point do you remember where you think, yeah, things are now starting to change? I think I am now at some kind of tipping point where things are now going in my favor. Um... I would have to say when, well, when from a content um, standpoint, it was when my TikTok started to grow. Um, and what I knew about TikTok was that there, it was one of the best platforms to get organic reach, like um, especially somebody that's creative, um, that I thought I was going to do artwork on TikTok. I was like, all right, this is a new platform I'm about to get on. It has attention. I'm going to do my artwork on this platform. It's kind of how it started. But then as I watched content, um, I realized what I liked about TikTok was that it was acceptable to copy people. Um, so for young creators that don't know where to start or don't know what to do or don't have an originality, you can still produce content because you're able to copy that same skit that somebody just did. And maybe the way you did it goes viral, whatever, starts to help grow your account, whatever. Um, and then until you find your own originality, you know, you can do that. And so I, that's what I loved about TikTok. Um, and then, you know, I was doing prank stuff with my son, you know, that was one of the first videos that popped. Um, 
And when I got over 100,000, 200, 300,000 views for that video, it was before that, but it just let me know. It's just like, okay, I just, this is, this is real. And it's where I can get organic reach that I don't have to pay for. Like TikTok was one of the first platforms that gave you like real views that gave some creators like real views on their first few posts. Um, so just knowing that the next video I do, um, could blow like that was, that was all the, that was all the incentive I needed. Um, so I just went hard and every day was, it was TikTok focused. My thinking at the time was that's the platform that everybody thinks is for the kids that eventually age up just like Facebook did, just like Instagram did. Right. So it's like, cause kids, kids want to get away from their parents. Right. So if the, you know, the kids were on kids, students were on Facebook, then the parents started joining. They're like, all right, we go to Instagram. And no, now the parents are there. Now we go to Snapchat. Right. It just, that was my, that was my thinking was that, but then those platforms age up and they become the platform. Right. Um, so that was my thinking. Um, and the thing is, is that when I go through my TikTok feed, I wouldn't even know that kids are on it because kids don't even come through my feed. Like I never watch a video. Like once in a while I might see a teenager or something, but for the most part, it's just, it's, it's all adults that come through my feed. I do want to ask you about the, the first video that you made that hit a million views. Was that on Instagram or was that on TikTok? TikTok. So TikTok, the first one I did that hit a million was, is actually, I think it reached up to 2.8 million, um, was, uh, yeah, what was, was that a video about? science experiment that I did with my son, which was, um, I just took water and vegetable oil in a glass put um, a few drops of food coloring in an Alka-Seltzer tablet, and that created like a lava lamp effect. And yeah, it was a minute video because um, that was all you could do on TikTok at the time. You could do three minutes on TikTok now, but um, it was a minute, 59-second video. And yeah, I mean, that was one of the videos I talk about sometimes too where there was a part in the video that I was like, mm, I didn't like that I did that, but I still posted it anyway. Like I put food coloring drops in my glass and then I put some in my son's glass and then I came back and put more in my glass. And I'm like, I should have got my glass right the first time. And so, but it's like little stuff like that, that, um, you know, I've learned not to judge. It's like, I didn't really like that, but it doesn't matter if I liked it or not. Cause you know, I don't know. I just learned not to judge myself, you know, um, and stuff like that. So yeah, it was just a little science experiment, you know? And it was just like, why did that? Then I made a root beer float with them one time and that video took off. And I was just like, I don't know if root beer was trending. I don't know what, what was going on to why that video did so well. But I can't call it. I don't know. Um, that's why I never know. And that's I think that's why I'm so 
um, adamant about just doing as much content as possible because I can't call it at this point. I just know that at some point I'm going to do something that's going to pop or gain track. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why do you think that? I, I know you, you say that it is difficult to call, but why do you think then that certain videos really blow up into the millions of views? Whereas let, let's say some other videos that you create, they might still do quite well. They might still get several thousand views, but not compared to millions of views. I don't know, man. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I just, because I don't know, maybe, and that's what I try to let people know. Like, you don't even have to do crazy stuff. Like, I see some accounts on TikTok where it's just somebody saying, like, I'm just eating a chicken salad today, right? And that's, there's nothing really special about it, but they might get 100,000 views or they got hundreds of thousands of followers or whatever. And so what it is, I don't know. Um, it could be maybe that song that you used is trending and the app is pushing it, you know, because they're getting paid to push that song or whatever. Um, like I said, I don't know, was root beer a thing at that, like in that hour? I don't know. Is there something going? I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I can't call it. There's been videos that I do. There's so many videos that I do that I'm like, this is, this is good. Like this should get a lot of views and it doesn't. It's like I spent time planning this out. I got people to come to the park and meet me so we could do this video. Like I spent all this time to do this video and it does not. Now, I know that you do produce a lot of, of videos consistently with food as well. You produce in multiple videos every day. Now, from a, a financial point of view, does that start to get a bit expensive because you know you're, you're eating you're eating some pretty good food or if you're you're visiting different restaurants and you're you're purchasing different things off the menu i mean how do you keep, keep on top of that so that was uh one of the things that i knew would be a question a concern maybe a um a hindrance to people trying to emulate or do what i've done but i remember a couple years ago when i was doing it um, like when I was going to rock burger heavy and stuff, I was saying that you can do it. You can go to restaurants and get pics and videos of food and stuff like that for free. You just got to go talk to the owner and be like, listen, I'm trying to, you know, become a influencer on social media. What I would want to do is come in a couple times a week, get some pics and videos of the plated foods that are completed. I'll take a pic or video before you take them to the table and, I'll post these on my platforms and, you know, that, that was something that I felt, you know, is, um, practical, you know, to do if you want to, you know, if you want to do it, you may not necessarily be able to afford, you know, 20 to $30 a day to go, you know, eat somewhere or whatever. Um, there are times I, I probably shouldn't have been spending as much money you know going to restaurants and stuff spending it but i like i said like i could have went and got the content to promote and to push it um it's just i would have had to do it you know in a way you know just a little different and i wouldn't have necessarily been eating but if it's something that you want to do there's a way that you can do it and i remember you know a couple times i'm trying to let people know like you can do this you know without spending the money I just, you know, had a decent enough job to be able to do it. That's all. But I did, I've always wanted to give 
you know, a practicality to it opposed to, you know, you can't do what I'm doing. I never feel like that. Um, I never have a feeling that what I'm doing is special outside of what anybody else could do. Yeah. I mean, could you offer any other, any other advice on that? If somebody wanted to try to emulate what you were doing, but were doing it on a, on a real budget, let's say they couldn't afford to go out to restaurants or anything like that. How, how could they do that at home? Absolutely. I've talked about this too, is that, um, I could take one pack of ramen noodles and I can do three, four videos. Um, at the time that, uh, I was doing two to eight videos on TikTok a day. Sometimes I would in the morning before I left at 6am, it'd be 545. I got to leave by six. I put the ramen noodles in the microwave or cook them on the stove, whatever. I sit down and at the time I was doing like weird food combos. So I could pick one scoop up with a fork, put mustard on it. Right. And just say something weird, like, you know, who don't put mustard on the ramen noodles, right? Take a bite, you know, turn the camera off, um, grab barbecue sauce, right? You know, do something with barbecue. So there is, there's, there is always a, there's, I feel like there's a way to do it on the cheap. It's just, you have to do it. Like you, for the most part, a lot of people have something in their fridge. It was just like, and that's why I was saying like, you know, putting black pepper on a banana and taking a bite doesn't necessarily talent. That just takes you doing it, right? And so <laughs> it's it, 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 whatever you got, you know, like you can make it work. Um, so yeah, on a budget, can you can definitely do it. Um, it just depends if it's, it, it comes down to that knowing, man. And I just, I realize that I just can't teach that. You know, people are looking for tactics, you know, when people ask for advice, it's like, you want me to say, use this hashtag and post at two o'clock. Like, it's almost like that's the advice that people want is like these things that will like get them more views or followers or something. And it's really just a knowing and a, and a mindset, man, that just, there's no stopping me. Yeah. I, I think what you said there, when you're trying to do things on, on a budget, it's just a case of just going through your cupboards and just 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 seeing what what works and and what resonates with the audience but yeah you're absolutely right in what you say there that that you do you just have to do it if you want to do it then you just have to do it and uh you know and not just wait for somebody to to give you these step-by-step instructions because i guess this is the creative space it's social media everybody's winging it and kind of making it up as they go along to a certain degree until they get something that that really hits and you know takes them to that next level i mean at, at what stage were you at then where you decided that you were going to do this full time that you were going to leave the job that you'd worked at for almost 20 years and you were going to pursue this as a full-time venture so um it was uh What made it happen quicker, unfortunately, what made it happen quicker than it would have is that I went through a divorce. And so that put me in a position to do what I've done over the last several months. So because of that, 
selling the house, getting equity from the house and having, you know, um, certain investments. Um, like I said, I was then able to make the decision and be like, I already have a, an account on TikTok that I can make money from. I just got to um, put in more time and effort in marketing myself in that space. Um, because up to even still, I've done most, mostly I've relied on people reaching out to me. Um, that has been one of my goals, which is do something, become popular enough, build accounts that are valuable, that people come to you. You don't have to do so much work going to get people to buy something from you. Um, that's one of the things that I've realized about having, uh, an account that, you know, is sizable is that people hit you up, which reduces your level of work to go find, find jobs or money, whatever. Um, so, uh, that I just knew that, okay, over the next year, I have to figure out how to really make, you know, money from what I'm doing, whether that's artwork, content, whatever. What's interesting is that two months ago, I actually decided that I'm not going to worry about making from making money from content anymore. I'm just going to focus on the artwork. That's where the big money is at for me. So I'm just going to use Instagram, TikTok, and content as a networking connect with people tool because I found out Instagram was really a networking hub by mentioning people and stuff like that. Um, just for example, me doing a video with Dole fruit juice um, and me mentioning them on my Instagram story, they, you know, within the hour, you know, seen it, we're like, all right, we'll send you some of our new juices, uh, you know, and whatever. So just like that is just a testament to just mentioning somebody on Instagram could lead to opportunities, you know? So, um, but where were we, where was the uh, original? Oh, so yeah. So I just knew that I just have to, <clears throat> oh, so two months ago, decided I'm not going to make money from content. The thing is, is that just because I always like to stay and have something in motion on different platforms, you know, Insta I, and I remember knowing that Instagram reels was going to be, you know, a thing um, that it just happened to pop and that, you know, kind of then threw me into, okay, I can make money from content. And what's good about this is that I'll be able to make money doing content while art sales are slow. Right. If there's a time where that, um, you know, is happening. So there's a way to, to produce income. Um, so, yeah. Okay. Just to, to go back to what you said there about uh, you, you knew that uh, that Instagram Reels, for example, was, was going to be a big thing. I mean, how do you decide or how do you choose a platform to distribute your content? So when I honestly, like when I was first was hyping Instagram Reels up, I didn't realize I thought that that was TikTok's only competition. Um, and then as I dove in, it was like, oh, there's Triller. Oh, there's, uh, um, Dub Smash. Oh, there's Likey. Oh, there's Bite. Um, I was like, oh, huh. All right. Now YouTube has shorts, you know? So, um, 
I was I I was somebody that always wanted to get somewhere early enough to capitalize on that. Um, I felt like a newer platform uh, where there's excitement was the way to go, um, opposed to it just seemed like you know people aren't excited to be on Facebook. It just seemed like in my experience, right? It just wasn't like, Oh, what are we looking for? You know, I just felt like hashtags and all that ad are going to be working way better on other platforms where people might be using hashtags to find their people or whatever. Um, so my whole attitude was once I found out that there was other platforms, um, to produce content, I still focused on TikTok. But the videos that I was producing on TikTok, I was producing outside of the app, which then didn't leave a watermark, which then I could use those same videos on different platforms. Now, there's, you know, some theories in that that you don't want to share the same content on different platforms and all of that. But if that if I took that advice and I didn't put the videos that I was doing on TikTok and Triller the content managers of Triller would have never reached out to me because I would never had content on that platform because I was scared that I shouldn't be doing that. And so I think for a time or as you start out, it's okay to put because, and what I would see is as I would do a video and I posted the same video on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and I seen the huge difference of views and engagement and everything else, Let's let me know that, okay, it might not be my content. It could just be the platform that I'm deploying that content. So for like something like this, like chopping up things that you say and taking a 15, 30 seconds, 45 seconds to a minute and posting that on TikTok, maybe TikTok receives your, what you're doing much better than what you're getting on Facebook or Instagram or any other platform. Right. And so me testing it out and putting the same video on five different platforms and seeing, you know, the five different results lets me see that, okay, it might not be the content. It might just be the platform. So. Absolutely. I think uh, the whole, repurposing concept is is a huge thing in certainly in, in online marketing it is something of a of a buzzword and uh, yeah i i do agree with that entirely because if you're having to produce original content for all of these different platforms you're never going to have time to do anything else plus you don't know whether things are going to work on certain platforms so it does make sense to repurpose the content and and push it out to different platforms and, and see what sticks when i do a video like i don't know because i've just realized like i don't judge my own content so it's like i just don't know why deprive triller of that video when they might love it the people the audience on triller might love that video i don't know so I'm going to give it a shot. That's my attitude is I got to give it a go and maybe, you know, it does. So I, um, I do, I do see where doing different content on different platforms, um, could be beneficial or is beneficial. Um, but I would say to start at least to get yourself, to give yourself a chance at least put what you're doing on other platforms um 
and see what could happen because that could be the thing, you know, it really could be the thing that takes, you know, your whole game to a whole nother level. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you, you don't know when, until you try. You mentioned Triller there as well. So I think that would lead us nicely into you telling us a little bit about the Triller Fight Club. How did you get invited along to that? So Triller, the content managers of Triller reached out to me last um, like November-ish, um, wanting me to join their uh, influencer ambassador program. Did you get the full celeb treatment then? You said they flew you down there. You know, did did that, did that give you like a a taste of? Absolutely, absolutely. Of, of what could become? Yeah, paying for the flight, hotel. You know, it was definitely like yeah. It was like all right, just this is this is what it's about. I like this. <laughs> <laughs> I like this here. So, I uh, yeah, I'm excited about uh, about Triller. Um, Obviously, I'm one of 300 creators at this point that they're about to start paying, um, along with some uh, equity, and uh, so I'm excited about that. So I only I, I only have like 3,000 followers on Triller at this point, um, but I, what I'm excited about is actually focusing and trying to figure out what content is actually going to work on that platform. Uh, the food stuff um, has worked. Um, it works sometimes. Um, I just have to focus. And that's one of the things that I've learned about myself, um, over the years, whether that was working at the hospital, like I, I was not good at what I did when I started working at the hospital. It took a few years and then I became one of the best. So that's my attitude with anything. You know, I focused on TikTok and I was able to get results. I told one of the managers, because uh, promoting the fights on Instagram and Instagram stories, they wanted us to, you know, they like us to have 10,000 followers because then you can use swipe ups and stuff like that. So I think I was at like 2,000, you know, two, 3,000. And I was like, I think I can get to 10,000 by the end of the year. It was just like, all right, I'm going to focus on building my Instagram account. And I got to get to 10,000 by the end of the year. So I definitely blew that out the water being at 30, 35, 36 at this point. So for me, I'm excited to focus on Triller and grow that account the way that I know I can, because I've already, you know, basically proven to myself, if I focus every day to try to grow this account, I'm going to grow this account. So and the work that goes into it, though, I mean, like, I spend 11 hours a day on my phone. So, I mean, I can't, can't do that for you. <laughs> yeah, sure. So, so what, what, what's the, what's the thing that you enjoy most about uh, being an online creator then? If you're on your phone for 11 hours a day, is, is it the freedom that it, that, it, that it gives you? So the thing is, is that I guess it is, it, it, there's, there is an enjoyment. There's a fun, I guess it's the creative in me, the I love to watch content to be inspired. Um, that's one of the ways that I'm inspired, you know, every day. And that's one of the, I believe that that's one of the things that, um, uh, helps me, helps inspire me. One of the things that I've always said, um, or one of the things that I've said before I even joined social media, when I was talking about YouTube, was that. 
I feel like most people watch YouTube to be entertained right now where I'm watching it for my future because as I would watch it, I'm watching to see what I can do, what's practical for me to do, right? I would watch a music video or somebody did uh, somebody did a video at their house and it got millions of views. I'm like, I could do that. I could do that video just walking around my house and, you know, I could do that. I know I don't have the attention that they have to get those millions right now, but I can do that same type of content. So it's at some point realizing it might not just be the content. Um, you know, you just have to be in a certain position. So it's like, I just got to work to be in a, in a certain position for me to be able to do. That's why, you know, a lot of the jokes on TikTok, like, oh, they just Charlie D'Amelio. All she did was this. Yeah, that's all she did. You know, <laughs> Yeah, got 7 million views just for, you know, taking a bite of a sandwich. But um, I, uh, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I'm watching, watching content, you know, to be inspired. Um, that recently has jumped up to 11 before. When I was working at the hospital, I was still putting in eight hours a day on my phone. Um, and that was throughout the day at work, you know. Sometimes being at the hospital, I would, anytime I got a chance, sometimes I would post eight to 10 times while I was at work, you know, and I know that it might not be the right work ethic or whatever people may not agree with it, but this is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know? <laughs> so, this, so this is, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is what I'm doing. So I'm going after it. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sounds like your your mind was definitely elsewhere if if you were posting uh, eight eight to time eight to ten times per day when when you were in work. There. Honestly, that's why I stopped doing um, heart surgery. So I was helping with heart surgeries and stuff, and I just I just had to let them know, like I'm just not here. I'm I'm checked out. I'm here because this is just you know I got to pay the mortgage next month or whatever. But I'm checked out. Like I'm on to something else. That's been my hope that I could be the inspiration, you know, um, the real inspiration, not just inspired for the day or, you know, a couple days. But for you to know, like, you know, Jimmy did it. So, you know, I can too. That's what I'm, that's what I hope. Um, I don't feel like I'm really making that impact um, at this point, even though I'm having some success around stuff. But ultimately, that's my hope, you know, in my heart to be able to be somebody that, you know, people can look to. And that's why I post some stuff. You know, a lot of times, like if I post something that seems like I'm depressed or whatever, it's ultimately it's because I want people to see and have a reference point to be like that might be what. And if they ever go through that. You know, maybe I'm somebody they can reach out to for encouragement, you know, or something like that, opposed to just feeling like nobody around them believes that they can do it. You know? Yeah, no, for sure. You, you're definitely a, a, an inspiration to to many people, not just people who are just trying to emulate, you, you know, trying to become you know, successful on social media. But But I think if anybody's followed you for any period of time, they will have seen this 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 growth and this transition you know from just another hustler on on social media to somebody who's now actually getting noticed who's gaining traction and who is becoming successful you know who who's 
who's been in that position where you know you've done the hard yards this hasn't happened overnight this has been a process now from three and a half years ago up until this point and it, it's taken a long time to get there uh, and i think people will will understand that and and appreciate that as well i mean what would you say then are your your plans then going forward for the next 12 months um so i would say monetizing my content actually pursuing and putting in the work to market myself and um connect with other people that will market for me um i'm talking with uh somebody locally that's putting together like a biography and I'm going to help me with a presentation that I can like maybe send a mass email to all the restaurants in the local area um, if they want me to come and, you know, promote their restaurant or whatever. So I have to do that work um, over the next few months for sure um, to find out what my real market is in the local area um, to promote like local restaurants and stuff opposed to them reaching out to me like that's it's happening to where, you know, they're reaching out to me, like actually like Rock Burgers competition um, reached out to me to create my own burger or whatever. So um, as a special, so they are reaching out to me. It's just that it's not enough um, to meet um, the financial, my financial needs at this moment to pay bills and stuff. So I have to go and do the work to uh, find the market, you know, for what I'm doing. Would you say that's something that you would see as a as a longer term thing as well? Perhaps to have your own uh, your own product range, whether that's burgers or, or range of hot sauces or something like that, because you're you're very well known for for featuring hot sauces in your videos. Yep. So that was a question that I got the other day. Was you know why not um, you know just create your own hot sauce instead of promoting others? And that's always been, you know, my thought over the last few years is that I want to have my own hot sauce. I just realized that I want to do it off of something else that I built. So if that's a social media presence, um, I'll do it off of that opposed to putting in the grind um, just because I don't like the profit margins, to be honest with you, of trying to sell hot sauce. And, you know, I made a video the other day. It was like I would. You know, for me to sell you a bottle of hot sauce for five, six, seven, eight bucks, the work that it goes into the 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 cost of the materials and the product plus the time it went in to make it, um, to make two to three one to two, three dollars on that bottle and then have to pay taxes on it. I'm just not I just don't like it. So I I would rather at some point maybe um either collaborate with somebody that already makes hot sauce and throw my name on it because I have the ability to do that or create my own, but have the financial ability to, to, um, to create enough to then sell to wholesalers and then they can sell to retailers. So when it comes to content, it's like right now, um, Basically, what I know there's a market for is like for me to wear, you know, your hoodie or something like people are paying me 100, 150 bucks just to wear it in a video. So I can do a food video that I'm already going to do today. But now what I like about it is that now 
I just have to go find people, clothing brands, food products, jewelry, um, you know, that want music artists that want their product um, or music uh, placed in my videos. So that's what I'm working for, man, is something that I already do um, that's already valuable to you because it it, there is some value in it. And I just got to plug you in, you know, so. Yeah, that's a, a great position to be in as well now where you're creating content anyway, as, as you say, you're going to create that video anyway, but now you've already been paid in advance in effect to create that content. So that's a, a really good position to be in now. And I think a lot of content creators out there would, would kill <laughs> to, to be in your shoes uh, at, at the moment yeah so for me to do like over the past year like i did videos using oreos right like with my son right and it's like okay now it's like um since like you said it's just like this is what i'm already doing so now i just have to use your brand of cookies and i can do the same video that i've been doing so yeah that's been that's been the whole idea man is to do something that people already like and I realize, like, I'm not safe for a lot of brands or whatever. Like, a lot of brands won't like me. They don't like this sideways hat. They might not like, you know, something or whatever. So I get it. Um, but it's just there's so many people out there that that will love it. You know, it's just like the artwork and stuff. And, you know, with food and art, it's all, you know, subjective. Um, somebody loves it. Another person hates it, you know, and um so you just gotta just keep it moving man just keep it moving <laughs> if people want to find well find you online find out more about what you're up to where's the best place for them to do that so i'm still working on getting um i still have to become official with like a website and all of that um landing pages and stuff like that but right now um i'm on several platforms facebook jimmy scott jr um, Instagram is Jimmy L Scott Jr. J I M M Y L S C O T T J R. Um, Triller is Jimmy Scott Jr. TikTok is J Scott Jr. Um, Dub Smash is Jimmy Scott Jr. Likey's Jimmy Scott Jr. <laughs> <laughs> this, this isn't a list. This is a telephone directory of, <laughs> of platforms. What, what I'll do as well is I'll um, get all that information from you. That's what I'll I figured. Link, and then I'll, I'll link it into yeah. the, the show notes as well so people have got uh, easy access to all of, the, all of your platforms and they can check out uh, all of your, your content at their leisure. Thank you once again uh, for joining me on the episode today. And uh, I look forward to seeing what you come up with and uh, chat with you again very soon. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. Do it. Thank you, man. Please visit internetmarketingreveal.com and davidwalker.net for more free content. If you need a domain name for your business, visit domainsreveal.com where you'll find more than 1,000 premium domains. And finally, please rate and review this podcast. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you on the next episode. <laughs>